This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for streaming WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. Includes Decatur Memorial. Kits will be distributed starting at 7.30 a.m. next Thursday at Cancer Care Center of Decatur, 210 West McKinley Avenue. Drivers should follow the signs and stay in their cars. Take-home colon cancer screenings are recommended for anyone 45 and older and anyone with a history of polyps or inflammatory bowel disease. An Illinois-based insurance company is raising rates again. State Farm, headquartered in Bloomington, is reportedly raising rates on Illinois drivers by 6.5%. That equates to about $60 a year for most policyholders. Last year, State Farm increased annual premiums by about $70. It's estimated the company insures about a third of Illinois drivers. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit NowDecatur.com. Fuel to the lab leak theory fire. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. FBI Director Christopher Wray tells Fox they've assessed COVID leaked out of a Chinese lab. That killed millions of Americans, and that's precisely what that capability uh, was designed for. That's days after the Energy Department also assessed a lab leak is likely. But Dr. Anthony Fauci, a COVID advisor for former Presidents Trump and Biden, says he's seen data suggesting COVID may have been naturally occurring, telling the Boston Globe. Well, I think the first important thing is that we must all keep an open mind as to all possibilities. House Republicans held two hearings into the threats to the, to the U.S. that China poses. The select committee will not allow the CCP to lull us into complacency or maneuver us into submission. Congressman Mike Gallagher chairs that committee, probing threats ranging from spying to TikTok security to Taiwan. China reacted with anger today. A spokesman demanding the U.S. stop framing China with disinformation using a Cold War mentality. Three Kansas City, Missouri police officers are recovering after being shot last night. All three of those Kansas City police officers who were shot are expected to make a full recovery. Officials say the officers were executing a search warrant when they opened the door and were met with gunfire. Fox's Marianne Rafferty, the suspect, remains in a standoff with police. Now to Chicago, Fox's Brooke Singman reports the city's going to get a new mayor. Lori Lightfoot is the first Chicago mayor in 40 years to lose their re-election bid. Now the race will advance to a runoff between Paul Vallis and Brandon Johnson on April 4th, since none of the candidates in the field received a majority of the vote. Lightfoot came in third place. She conceded late last night. We fought the right fights, and we put this city on a better path. The Supreme Court might not decide till June if President Biden can wipe out thousands of dollars in student loan debt for millions of Americans. Those challenging the plan at a court hearing yesterday say the president is overreaching his authority. America's listening to Fox News. Greetings, Sebastian Gorka here. For years, I've mentioned how much Relief Factor has helped the pain in my lower back. Gary from Ohio shared his experience, too. He writes, I tried Relief Factor due to its botanical ingredients to reduce pain in my shoulder, knee, and lower back. After just a few weeks, the knee pain was completely gone, and the shoulder and back pain were reduced quite a bit. I can now exercise much more comfortably and practically pain-free. Thank you, Relief Factor. After trying Relief Factor, over half a million people have gone on to order more. So it looks like a lot of people are thanking Relief Factor. Three weeks from now, you could be doing the things you enjoy doing. Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start at the reduced price of $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. relieffactor.com. The testimony is over at Alec Murdoch's trial in South Carolina. Next up, a field trip for the jury, going to the scene of the murders that Murdoch claims he did not commit, where his wife and son were killed. The jury has heard all the evidence. Now they will see where the murder happened. Judge Clifton Newman said they will view locations referred to in testimony, but... You are not allowed to discuss the case with anyone including your fellow jurors. Deliberation time will come, but Judge Newman says first things first. You'll return for closing arguments. Uh, then I will instruct you as to the law. Today, the trial's 27th day could be when the decision on whether Alec Murdoch killed his wife and son may finally rest in the jury's hands. Gernal Scott, 
Fox News. The man accused of killing a TV reporter and two others last week in Orange County, Florida, is now charged with three murders. Keith Moses is accused of shooting a woman and then hours later returning to the scene to kill the reporter and wound his photographer and then shoot and kill a nine-year-old girl and seriously injure her mother. There's a much different murder case in Alabama where... A young boy died in a hot car. This is a terrible, terrible tragedy. Uh, this community is, uh, uh, is shocked. At more Alabama Police Chief Chuck Brooks speaking to Fox affiliate WALA. Authorities say 52-year-old Sean Roundsavel left work to pick up his two-year-old son from daycare Monday, but was told the child was not dropped off that morning. Roundsavel then discovered the child in the backseat of his vehicle, rushing him to the hospital, where he was later pronounced dead. Temperatures in South Alabama neared 80 degrees on Monday. Round Sobel is now facing a charge of reckless murder. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are rising, suggesting a rebound from yesterday's selling. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Memorial Care is how you start to feel better. Primary care, urgent care, virtual care. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Increasing clouds, a high near 62 tonight. Mostly cloudy during the early evening, then gradually clearing with a low around 33. For Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 50 and some nighttime rain. Friday, 1 to 2 inches of rain and a high of 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 60, or is, I'm sorry, 39 degrees. Your WSOI time is 606. And welcome to the Wednesday, February 1st edition of Buyers and Company. A lot to get to here today. To the Park District, we'll have folks from Memorial, Millican University, Mark Topper and Topper on sports, plus our experiences. Get some all of the day. Company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Here, turn everything up just a little bit if you don't mind. 
Good morning and welcome uh, to uh, March as we uh, get ready to go uh, on this beautiful uh, day. Going to be sunny and get up into the 60s. Very, very happy about that. I don't know how long it's going to last. I have no idea if this is what the rest of the month looks like. I know just looking long-term forecast, uh, everything looks pretty good. Got some rain on Friday, but I'm not seeing anything. Well, there's a couple of days overnight. We're down into the 20s, but May 50s, 60s, 50s, 40s, I'll take it. Yeah, that's what you've been calling for. You're getting it. Sorry, just trying to readjust. Um, how was your day yesterday? It was good, thanks. How about you? <laughs> that was, it was good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> it was. Well, I mean, <laughs> baby put me through the ringer, but but it was well. In what way? Uh, just uh, didn't want to nap. Didn't want to do anything. Uh, just uh, just didn't want to. Didn't want to do anything. Yeah, just didn't want to participate. Just wanted to fuss. Fuss and have fun. Okay. No sleeps. Uh, well, you know that happens. It does. It, it really does. Well, I hope everyone is having a great start to their day. We have a lot coming your way today. Uh, we'll be telling you all about that as we move forward. Lots of guests in studios uh, with lots of information to impart. So yesterday I left here uh, at eight. Well, a little before eight o'clock during the uh, the 7.50 break, because I was supposed to be at Eisenhower High School, but what I thought was 8 a.m. Um, but I think it was a little looser than that. Uh, oh, okay. You know, you know, so I was kind of like... <laughs> I was going to say, I, you got a tardy? <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I hate being, you know... It, it, being late is just sort of uh, uh, anti-everything I am. I, I hate making anyone wait for me. It, it's just who I am. And I think it's a respect thing. I think it's a, I don't understand people that are constantly running late all the time, always. And, and I know life adjusts for them, mm -hmm. you know, and everybody goes, well, you know, that's just who, that's how they, how they roll. I, I just think it's the most disrespectful thing. Yeah. I think that there's two classes of the chronically late people. I think there are the ones that uh, are not very good at uh, landing the plane and so they're like, ah, oh, I need six more minutes, and it turns into 15, you know, like, this is not very good at estimating. And then there are the ones that are like, oh, they know I'll get there when I get there, and and don't make that effort or put into consideration the other. Okay. I, I End result probably being the same. Same thing. Yeah. And, and you may be a 1,000% right. I don't know. Either way, there's an answer to both of those things. If you need six more minutes, start six minutes prior to what you did. And if you think, well, they'll be, well, sooner or later, that's going to bite you on the ass. Oh, yeah, you'll miss that. Particularly or... if you're looking for something from someone else. A little bit different, maybe, if someone's looking for something from you. But I hate, you know, it's one of the reasons why I have a trainer uh, is because I know that if she's there waiting for me, I'm going to show up and do the work. So that helps me in the end run using my own personality, you know, and understanding that if I have that appointment, uh, I will do it instead of blowing it off or talking myself out of it. And I think a lot of people are like that. On time? No, on if in particular the workout thing or anything of value, if I've scheduled it, if I've paid for it, if I've locked it into my calendar, mm -hmm. I'm not going to miss it. If it doesn't rise to that level, I may not ever make it. Probably it, won't. It could be. Uh, but to me, more important than paying for it or having it on my calendar is just I don't want her there waiting for me. So I got there, turns out, a little early. Uh, and it was interesting uh, because, you know, whenever you go into uh, Eisenhower or, or your case, I would think MacArthur, I, I don't live in the past at all. I mean, I really don't. And, and, and that's not me bragging about anything. It's just not how I'm hardwired. It's just not my DNA. I do something, I move on, and it doesn't mean you don't genuflect or have... I just don't live in the past. And, and I, I think that there are still people, and, and I'll give you an example of it later on today, that got stuck in high school and really never left that. Even 40 years later. Which is mind-boggling to me. Yeah, I'm interested to hear what, what that looks <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, well, the weirdest encounter I've had in a long time. Uh, we'll get into, <laughs> into that a little bit later. <laughs> 
So a couple of things about education. Now, if you went to Eisenhower High School before they did all of the reconstruction, it is unrecognizable to you almost completely. I, I, mean, I mean, I put up a couple of pictures yesterday and had people go, oh, my God. That was un- I mean, because they haven't been there in like 10 years since it was all redone. And there is the only the only thing that that kind of brings a memory back is the long glass hallway at the front of the building. And even though it looks different to the right, if you're walking down there, if you look out to the the front, that feels the same. That's about it. A corner here, a stairwell there. But it has pretty much been completely transformed. You don't even get that weird like what was this back in? You don't get that weird thing. No. Wow. No. Okay. Well, I mean, first of all, it was a long time ago. I mean, sure. let, let's, uh, and I, I keep just guessing at it. I think it would be very simple to figure out. It's just a math equation, right? Sure. Uh, 39 years ago. So that's a long time. I mean, a long time ago, but they only changed the school 10 or 11 years ago. So, I mean, it was that way beyond my time there. Sure. And now it is completely different. I think it's the same elevator that was there. There's just a few spots that you go, oh, that feels the same. Yeah. But most of it completely different. And it looks great. Uh, all these years, you know, they, I remember everyone on social media, like, oh, those kids, you know, whatever that means. I think we all know what that means are, are going to tear it up and they won't have any respect for it. And the school looks fantastic. I, I mean, it literally, I'm sure there's some scratches here and some dents there, but if it were a used car, you would think, well, put that at the front of the lot. It looks great. And so you got to remember that principal, uh, uh, Dom just left. I think her last day was Thursday or Friday. And the introduction, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the interim principal found out we were coming like on Friday. <laughs> so I felt bad. They were, were, he wasn't worried for, about his job or anything, right? No, no. But I, I just meant like it, it all got kind of thrown on him, <laughs> right, I believe. Sure. Uh, uh, and so I want to thank uh, Sergio uh, Reina, uh, who was our host. Uh, and he, Natalie uh, Beck, uh, was uh, from the Community Foundation, uh, the co-principal of the day. And we actually had three, which turned out to be really nice. Um, and, uh. Did you do divide and conquer? No, no, no. We, we, all, we all were together. Okay. Uh, and so, um, uh, uh, Ryan, uh, Craig, uh, who is, uh, related to Natalie through marriage, uh, was there with King Lark. So there were three of us. And Natalie had, uh, the names of two of the DI, uh, the D, DYLI students that are at Eisenhower High School. Uh, and that was, uh, Isaiah Hayes and Gavin Noblet, I believe were their names. And so she had requested that maybe they, you know, uh, would be kind of cool to get their perspective and have them come along with us for the day. And so, uh, for the most part of it, they pulled them out of whatever they were doing and they were able to sort of be tour guides and, and explain sort of the dynamics of the hallways and what's happening here and where the freshmen are and the seniors. And it was great to get like a ground level student view of what was going on. Yeah, that's pretty helpful. Yeah. And and they were just fantastic kids. And so we had our principal for a day, and by the way, this was going on in all the schools, and there was a luncheon afterwards where the Bizarro encountered, <laughs> uh, where everybody gathered and kind of shared their experience and talked about whatever, and there were, you know, a lunch to be had and, and all that. But it is amazing to me. We got there, and the principal had our agenda put together here today. And you you realize it's still a place where no one ever uses a first name. To, like even so, adults communicating to adults. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mostly. No, I mean our first names were on the agenda, but mm-hmm. everybody else was Ms. Morrow, Mr. Moore, yeah. Ms. Jackson, Ms. Faust, Ms. Hostler, Ms. Massey, Mr. Davidson, Mr. Leibarger. At school, I feed into that. Do you? Yeah, but they call me by my first name. But like why is personal. that so cultural in education I, today? I, I see grown-ups that are colleagues of mine, um, and I call them Mr. and Miss in a school setting. I have no idea why. It, it is weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And they call me Nick. <laughs> like, 
So you're not really like one of them? Well, some of them call me Mr. But others are like just relating to me, being nice, like nice people do. I, I, no, I, but I, there's nothing. I mean, I don't think it's harmful. I just no. think it, it's so odd when you're not in an academic setting like you are there every day. I'm not. I right. mean, this is unusual for me to be, you know, at the school uh, for half a day. And you, you kind of want to know, okay, well, is it Ron? I know it's Ron because I've met you right. on the show. Uh, uh, but it, it feels so formal in a weird way that everybody does it. That's how we all came up. We all had a, a similar come up in that way. So it just carries forward sometimes. <laughs> it is unique. You're, you're absolutely right. You're on to something with that. I, I mean, you go to the hospital and you have a doctor or a nurse you don't call them Dr. Jackson or Nurse Smith. No, you don't. So I'm trying to think like where else this would be where you would have this kind of very formal language when addressing someone else, even adult to adult. I mean, I, I guess I could get your argument about it commands respect or, or puts a packing order in place for the kids. But I'm not. I, I was here 39 years ago. Can I call you Ron? <laughs> Hey, we, we hang out at night. Can I call you by the name I call you at night? Do I have to call you, sir? No, or Mr. 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 Yeah. So anyway, um, I, I, I think it was great, uh, that they did this. I hope they do it more often. Uh, uh, at the luncheon, which I'll get to here in a little bit, you know, just listening to the commentary. I sat back for a long time and just listened before I got up and said anything because I, I wanted to hear what other people's experience was. And, and, and here's the thing that I, I discovered most. And there were some people like Jeffrey Perkins there who's been doing this a long time and is in the schools all the time. But what I got a lot of was, oh, this was eye-opening, meaning you haven't been in. Oh, I couldn't believe how, you know, meaning that for whatever reason, you've been buying into some stereotypes or perceptions and you going yesterday gave you a different point of view. To, to clarify what you're saying, I can't believe, insert blank, positive comment. Is that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Which is, uh, I've got a little different, you know, in that we... Spent K through eight at Johns Hill and then four years at Eisenhower and we've been heavily involved in, uh, I served on the public schools foundation board and, and been supporters of the district. So yesterday wasn't eye opening to me. Yesterday was just a very Status normal quo. day experience of what I think most people get with DPS on a day in, day out basis. So if you found yesterday eye opening, I'm, I'm thrilled that you did. But I think what you will discover if you spend some more time doing what you did yesterday and get involved, you'll find that that's a fairly normal day. So it was interesting to see that, right? Because I think even good people have these perceptions that, you know, they don't have bad intent. They just think it is what it is because of social media and whatever. Yeah, what else are you hearing, yeah. you know? That's good. I, that's probably oh, the point of the that, day. That's, yeah. It's absolutely. But but to get anywhere or to get anything done, you're going to have to get past that phase and, and realize, all right, this is not nearly what I thought it was, but where are the problems and how do we fix them? Because there are problems. Could you could you glean any problems as you were going? Or you don't have to get into it, but could you see things? Mm-hmm. Just You could? Mm-hmm. All right. Not in anybody's job or, or right. what they were doing. Uh, we, we had one, uh, English two class that we visited where kids were giving, had to get up and give a presentation, a small one, but that, that has not changed over the years. That awkward, you know, uh, inability to get up and speak in front of people and the nervous ticks. And I mean, all of that was the same, you know, 39 years ago. But there's been a far less emphasis on public speech. You know, I was talking to Mr. Leibarger. I'll just stick with their vernacular. Uh, you, you know, it was his classroom. And, you know, I asked him, you know, is, is public speech even still in the curriculum? And he's like, not as a course itself. You know, we cover it in a lot of classes and a lot of us try to do, you, you know. But it, it is the one thing that you will... I mean, far more than any other skill, no matter what it is you decide to be in life or do in life, that will be a tool for you. Communication. Yeah. yeah. And so 
you, you know, I, I feel like there's a missing element. It used to be junior achievement and all of these organizations that would go in schools and, and, and be in the classrooms. And in, in Mr. Leibarger's class, there was a Millican intern, you know, that he had there that was helping the kids, you, you know, set up their, uh, uh, slideshows to PowerPoints to be able to, you know, do their little presentation. Uh, so, I mean, I think that there are all kinds of ways that people in the community could be of help to these hardworking teachers and administrators and, and staff, you know, by being a resource to them in a lot of ways. And, and I feel like, and I had a couple of conversations with the principals at the lunch, you know, they're so walled off as like individual schools. They preach to their audience. They talk to their audience. That that it's not that they're unwelcoming, but they've created sort of a thing that is in and unto itself, which is hard to crack. And I get why. I mean, it's it's bureaucracy. It's sort of it, it's how much help do you have? Does anybody have time to do the extra? All those things, right? That every company or or business sort of deals with. We ought to all do it better. But how many things can you get done in a day? And what gets put up at the top and bottom of the priority list? We need to have this community invest more in this particular school district, even if only selfish motivation to make our community better and to build a workforce and to build success for these students. I know that sounds kind of preachy, but I mean, it's a bureaucratic thing. And and the bigger you get, the more of that you have. So there's like a layer, right? Right. And, And then in the layer, and particularly in public education, you've got... Almost like a, a uh, you know, there's a union for this and a union for that and a union for this. And then you got the Kyle building and then you got like, I, I mean, you got all of these things that are, are worrying about very intentional things. But do all of them collectively come together to worry about the whole? Good ones do, yeah. And if you're young and good, you're all the way at the bottom of the totem pole. You know, and if you're old and not good, you're safe as can be. So this is, I'm talking literally about public education in general. Not anything we experienced personally yesterday. We, we saw some vibrant classrooms with a lot of interaction going. I went to an art class. I mean, geez, Nick. I, I mean, they were doing sculpture. Uh, uh, I mean, the, the stuff that was available to them, you know, the band class. I, I mean, I don't remember any of that being available. We had band, but we didn't have like an art class. Might have been some paint and some, you know, you didn't, you wouldn't have a kiln. You weren't firing stuff. Oh, yeah. Nice. Right. So they were doing clay. And oh, all that? Yeah. yeah. Nice. So there's resources. I, I think the good news is there's really good, smart people dedicated to doing it. There's state-of-the-art technology, and they've got a building now that they don't have to turn off the lights on one side of the hallway to plug the Promethean board in on the other side. And it's set up the way it's constructed to be, you know, be able to be uh, readapted for whatever is the future two years from now. And 95% of it is just people doing their job teaching and kids learning. We went to one of the ag classes. They've got rabbits. they got nine new ones that are just a couple of weeks old, you know, in the classroom. And our young friend Isaiah Bradford was one of the kids that was assigned to, like, they had to take care of them from birth. Oh, wow. And so they're telling you about all the stuff, some of it gross, you, you, you know, the, you know, well, I don't have to tell you, welcome to new life into the world this year, uh, you know, but, you know, so you don't, it's not what you think it is if all you're doing is getting your information from Facebook. You certainly aren't reading about bunnies. Nope. A couple of rats, too. <laughs> I'll pass on that. <laughs> I know. That's, you sound like Natalie. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't have any really, I mean, I don't know why we do that. I don't know why we, you know, grow some fur, some, be cuter. I don't know. What, right. what is it you want me to do over there? Yeah. But, you know, it, and, and did we hear a teacher, you know, have to get on a kid about paying attention? Yeah. Of course we did. Every day. Yeah. Every school. Uh, every age. Here's one of the things that I, I want you to, to know that you wouldn't know. I noticed it back when we were filming the whole swag thing. What was that? Four years ago? Five years ago, maybe? 
um, it, we were we spent a lot of time at MacArthur and Eisenhower with video cameras and teams filming the kids doing stuff. And one of the things with the, the layout, you know, they kind of have, have laid it out to where, you know, the freshman lockers are not next to the senior lockers. Like where when I was in high school, it was all just sort of like one mixed bag, right? So that the flow is whatever. But we went to a couple of life skills uh, classes. This would have been called special ed years ago. Uh, I, I was uh, uh, surprised that there was a classroom with not only the kids, but their parent or a family member there with them. But here's a thing that you would never guess from most of the media, from social media, from all the people who love to dog everything about DPS. Um, there is in the hallways around those life skill classes, those students, the rest of those students are very protective of those students. They help them out. They open doors. They talk to them. And it's not something that's manufactured. You know, it didn't have any sort of sense of feel like, oh, we have visitors today or anything like that. It was just innate. And I noticed it five years ago. I noticed it yesterday. So clearly... No one's still there that was there five years ago, student-wise. And I just think that would surprise a lot of people. It's been several years, but I I spent a lot of time in, in classes like that as a, I guess you would call it maybe a permanent sub for a while. Mm-hmm. And I, I experienced exactly that, exactly that. The, the, they'd be late to class to help someone with a book bag or whatever, just there was a level of protection and anybody that even tried to be give them the 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 side eye or whatever yep. you know somebody'd say something to them yep so i'm glad to hear that's still going yeah, on yeah it, it's it's just a thing uh you, you know that i noticed that i thought most people would be if not surprised by this, you know, it isn't what you would expect or, or what some people would expect. So I was looking at their regular, you know, they got their zero period, early bird, first period, second period, talked about the metal detectors, which unfortunately today is just I think people are, are uh, more comforted by that than not. It felt a little alarming to me. I was I was joking with um, uh, Isaiah and Gavin. It's like you got to go through TSA every day. But I understand. Better safe than sorry. Just too many weird things in the world, too many outside factors, too much. But they've got it down, you know, just watching all the people arrive. First period started at 810, so I was early, right? So I'm there when all that's going on, watching in the hallways. Uh, did some kids lag and talk? Yes. Oh, my God. You mean you're, like, socializing, you know, and, and running late for class? Ooh. That never happened before. The ups get to class, girls. Don't make me bring the principal down there. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's it. Of course. Move along. So we saw uh, literally, uh, you know, gym class. Man, they were running sprints. You know, they had like one of those, like when we used to do the challenge, like one of those voice talkers, you know, like where it would ding and you you know, this long to oh, rest. Cool. And, oh, man, yes. But we saw uh, so the, the symphonic band in rehearsal. We saw agri uh, classes. We did uh, hallway supervision, which is like where you really get to just sort of just turn on the camera and look at the kids and how they behave. Ceramics and sculpture, the life skills classes, um, basic ag science, English two, AP government class. We and I sat in the front row, uh, you know, because nobody wants to sit in the front row. And Not, adults don't, I mean, no. it's, we go to the NAB or something. These are broadcasters. No one wants to sit up front that much. It just never changes. Right. And algebra. And then, you know, some other things as well. We met in the pencil office and then we had a lunch, which I'll tell you about on the other side of the break. But, um, in the English two class, which is Mr. Leibarger, he's been on this show with us several times. He was one of Zane's favorite teachers. At Eisenhower, loved him, and he's got this voice. Like, I, and I, I've talked to him, but until he it was at the graduation ceremony, you know how like they they switch off, you know, naming the names as the kids come through. Like everybody does a little yeah. bit. His was like booming, and it was very kind of like broadcaster like. So I watched those kids, and the subject matter was change, and so they had to pick out a piece of art. They had to pick out a piece of music. 
and they had to sum it up with their own thoughts about what that those pieces and what they thought about the concept of change. Oh, I wanted to get up there. They pick old stuff or new stuff or both? Uh, mainly new music, mm-hmm. mainly older art. That That's to be expected, I would think. Why? Because in art, most most adults and otherwise don't know what's contemporarily happening, yeah. but it's easy to go, hey, Mona Lisa or whatever, right? Yeah. And music, it's the other way around. It's the it's other like, way around. I'm consuming this yeah. as it's happening and live. And right. Then, and so uh it was fascinating to watch and, and you know that whole scene and by the you know what I wanted to do was just comfort those kids and go look the way you're all feeling right now is the way most adults feel in a whole other setting that you can't even imagine but they're looking down at their desk too this oh yeah anyone want to volunteer <laughs> oh yeah Everybody busy right there, real busy. No, I know that look. So I, I had what has become to me just a normal experience at Eisenhower High School yesterday. I, I felt bad. Um, you know, this guy's been on job all of two days as the introvert. Like I felt kind of like we were probably taking up his time, I, and I felt bad for him. He's probably got a lot on his plate right now. Is uh, do you get any sense of the continuity there? Is he uh, maybe potentially going to be the? I, I, well, I, none of that even. Not a clue. Not, I or, think the last thing in the world he's going to be doing is telling the guy in the media what he thinks about his job. Oh, I didn't mean. I didn't. I wasn't looking for the scoop. I just didn't know if it had been discussed out loud. I had missed it. No, I, no, I don't know. You, you know, we had the superintendent on. I, I don't know. I'm assuming that, like anything else, that's a job uh, addition. Right? Yeah. Like that yeah, you're you're right. you're, uh, you're auditioning for the job. Yeah. So I want to thank Natalie uh, and Ryan, who was super nice, and he's like eight feet tall. He played basketball at Eisner, so he was there in the two thousands. Probably pretty neat for him. <laughs> uh, there's a picture of us, Nick. You could stand on my shoulders, and we wouldn't be his height. <laughs> Maybe the, the trench coat at the bank. We look like a golfer. Seriously. <laughs> uh, but what wow. a great guy. Uh, and, you know, it was fun, you know, because he worked on some of the HVAC stuff, you know, when they were reconstructing. So we had fun kind of like trying to identify this is where the breezeway was. And the crazy thing is what you what you will, uh, uh, in, in a way, kind of bemoan <clears throat> is that when we would come to school in the morning, we would come into school through nine different entryways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Park in the back parking lot, get into the breezeway, park over by the St. Mary's side, come into the back way, go into the front door. And now it's all, you know, very much one entrance. Funneled through, yeah. And here's how you come in. So those kind of things have changed. Mm-hmm. But I also understand why back then we weren't worried, even though school shootings have been around since the 40s. I mean, it wasn't. A, as dynamic a, of a thing in society as it is today, as far as just we probably have an irrational fear when you look at the overall. I mean, I read a statistic uh, recently that's still to this day without even with this stuff that a school is one of the safest places on earth your kid can be. Right. But we just don't we don't think in those certainties anymore. And so that's, you know, that has certainly changed. But the school's beautiful. Everybody there doing their job. A lot of happy faces. I'm sure they have problems. I'm sure they have fights. I'm sure they have all the things that that I have known my entire adult life as being a part of life. But yesterday, walking those halls, monitoring those halls, being in those classrooms, saw a lot of what I saw for 12 years with District 61. Not eye-open. Reassuring. But work to be done. Okay, so uh, and one snafu. Oh, let's put this in the category of no good deed. Uh, I got a text, and you, you know, uh, hey, you're going there. You guys should do something nice for the teachers. And so I asked Natalie about it, and and we decided to provide lunch for all the staff. Like we were going to go to a lunch with everybody else that was a principal today, but could we leave? You know, just a a thank you. Hey, we've been here today. We notice. And here, by the way, is lunch. (laughs) This is the stuff that's got to get fixed. So I asked. I'm not going to throw any names out there. But I I said, can I get a number uh, through the Kyle building 
of how many total staff. And they said, uh, 80. And I said, okay, we'll, uh, we'll order 85 just to make sure. Cause we, we went to, through, uh, Jeremy Morris and, and, you know, they have the box, you know, the catering company because they eat at different times. First we thought like pizzas and that well may get cold. So this is like a nice sandwich and chips and potato salad and a cookie and all that. And it's contained. You got your flatware and everything all in a box. So we're leaving. And by this time it's, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, whatever. And the lady in the front office, uh, I said, okay, there's 85. And she goes, 85. And I said, yeah. She goes, we have 120. And you just do this like, okay, we just tried to do a nice thing that's now going to be, you know, short change. Yeah, a third of the people. <laughs> so Natalie called and had pizzas ordered and delivered to make up for the rest. I hope all that worked out, but it was just like, it was a small example of the communication thing, you, you know, between, and, and I don't even mean to say it out loud to complain. It was not, this isn't a complaint. We were just trying to do something nice. I hope everyone got food yesterday. Yeah. It's like uh, Milton at the office space. Make sure he wanted a piece of cake. I, yeah, don't go there. I don't even want to think about it that way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I mean, like, I just, I hope everyone got the message that we appreciate what yeah. they're doing. And I don't know if they didn't count the teacher's assistance. I don't know what the disparity of the number was. But uh, I, I believe, I hope, anyway, uh, that we were able to supplement that. Like, I mean, with 30 minutes to spare. Wow. Well, good pivot. I'm just so glad I had the... <laughs> And I walked out of there and not had that conversation you would have had, you know. Right. Well, and I'm 30 sure. 30 people not be able to. And I'll, I'll be honest. I'm pretty sure that uh, the people working in Eisenhower would appreciate the honest feedback and, and stories that you're sharing about your day there. Oh, I, I, mean, that's, I know. I just, that's a it's big just, part, You just too. hate, though, when you right. say, like, just, want, just want to do this nice right. thing, right? right. Not, not, and the only reason I'm talking about it, I wouldn't even have said anything about it. Yeah. Other than I just hope everyone got fed. Yeah. All right. So then we head over, and and I got to be honest with you, I've I've not been to the place. Um. The uh, the luncheon was at Bobby Lane's barbecue across mm-hmm. the street. Here. Yep. And I had not been in there before. Yep. Uh, back in the day, you know, Jimmy Ryan's, and I don't know what all Saint Nicholas. Grill. Don't really yeah. recall much of that. Locals I don't think so. 101. Yeah, it's been a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, but it was for years, it was Jimmy Ryan. That's right. And, you know, a lot of business lunches, you know, a lot of whatever. So uh, we all met there. I don't know that everyone that participated was at the lunch, but a lot of people were. And it was, um, they had a little welcome <clears throat> and, and, Reverend Carson, I swear, I, I know it's probably sacrilege to talk about uh, like doing a sermon and a drinking game, but I think if, if you could do his amens, uh, or dear heavenly Lord, uh, maybe 35 each, you, you know, in a, a two minute. You'd be bombed. Yes. <laughs> I was giving him grief yesterday because <laughs> he sitting right across from me. Uh, but so then we got a chance just to sort of sit and talk and then people got to stand up and, and give their observations. About their experience, which I really wanted to hear because I knew that some of these people, this is probably the first time they've maybe been in a Decatur public school for a long time, if ever. And they were in grade schools and, you know, I mean, it was, you know, not just the high schools. It was all of them. And I'll tell you all about that on the other break. And then the Do you remember a movie <clears throat> with Jeff, uh, I, what's Jeff's last name? Uh, uh, Goldblum Bridges? No, it, it, neither one, but both good actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in the newsroom and, you know, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Mm-hmm. You remember a movie with Melanie Griffith and Jeff Daniels and then Ray Liotta showed up in the movie? <laughs> uh, um, I can see the box. The box. <laughs> uh, there, there was, 
it was like a movie from the eighties. Jeff Daniels was like this square, like preppy guy that got hooked up with Melanie Griffith. And then Ray Liotta shows up. This is like way before anyone knew who Ray Liotta was as the ex-boyfriend. Something wild. Yes. Wild thing by the Trogs was like Uh the soundtrack. All right. I ran into that guy yesterday. Hey, Brian, you still into Hot Wheels? No, no, no. It was that the maniacal kind of, you know, oh. like Ray Liotta in that movie. Oh, wow. You don't remember the movie. Did you ever see it? Uh, that, I did see it. I don't remember it. Okay. The, you, this was like Ray this was the moment the, that Ray Liotta like, arrived. Right. He has that famous scene where he's just cackling and, and uh, with the, I think he even had a cigarette in his hand. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember him. <laughs> I absolutely remember that. And Melanie Griffith had the black hair and the uh, yeah, ah, yeah. That I don't remember. Yeah, right. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe she did. I, I don't know. But all I remember is like when Randy <laughs> Liotta hit the screen, you're like, okay, we're seeing something different here. This is like Michael Keaton in in the mm-hmm. movie where they were doing the. The brothel in the morgue, you know, with Henry Winkler. I got nothing on that one. Really? It's the moment when, like, an actor. Night 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 shift. shift. Yes. So, yes. It's a moment when an actor who really isn't the top build, he's just, and you've never seen him, and there's just something on the screen that is magnetically different than anything (laughs) else there. Just shines right through. Yeah. Good or bad. Mm -hmm. So, all that right after the break. We'll be back with more. Stay tuned. Update your home with beautiful cabinets from Dura Supreme. Our complimentary custom design includes pricing and renderings to keep you in budget. And with a broad selection of woods and colors to choose from, you can have it all. This has been a long, cold winter. So start thinking spring and spring projects and how Moroa Lumber can help. I'm Jen Wood, and I'm inviting you to bring your spring to-do list into Moroa Lumber. Whether it's windows or siding replacement, updating your deck, or building a new home, Moroa Lumber has top-quality building materials to get your job done. Plus, don't forget about our rental center to help you with any project. We rent anything from lawn and garden equipment to drywall lifts. For all of your spring project needs, remember Moroa Lumber, 794-2226. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Back here on a Wednesday, heading into a new month where uh, we've made it to March. feel like we may not be completely out of the, the winter thing, but we're close enough that we can get through. St. Patrick's Day right around the corner. So, good morning and welcome. Uh, coming up a little later today, Clay will join us from Park District. Uh, our friends from Memorial will be in, uh, Milliken. Uh, Tanya had a, a reschedule because she's got a, a conflict with an appointment, so she won't be with us this week. Always oh, miss when she's not here. She's a great lady. Spent some time on her campus this week, uh, doing some filming. And, uh, that'll be more on that a little bit later, but, uh, they just do so much over there. And it really is amazing. So, we go to Bobby Lane's. Now, I don't know anything about this other than there's all kinds of drama on Facebook. 
I've eaten there a few times. Well, I don't, there was yeah. liquor license. I, I mean, I don't, I, yeah. I don't I, I'm not familiar with any of the drama or what it's about. I don't have any idea. They were very nice. Mm-hmm. I hadn't been there before, and uh, it was mainly like kind of that main room, and they had some long tables and some booths so everybody could fit in. And, you know, I, I, I wish, you know, there's so much I take for granted in my life because I've spent the last 30 years in marketing and presenting and planning and interviewing, right? And there's always that, like that awkward thing, even with the kids in the class was like yesterday with the guy doing the thing, uh, where uh, his name is Dr. Larry Gray. I don't know him. Uh, he's pre-kindergarten through 12, director of teaching and learning. I don't know if he's new, if he's not new. I don't know. I said sometimes that's so insulated over there. You could tell me two months, 12 years. I don't know. But he's sort of MC. And the Rev, Dr. Clark was there. And then there were, you know, other folks in the Kyle building that were there. And so they asked, or he asked if, you know, people would like to get up and just share their experience. And then that's always an interesting dynamic, too. I don't say there may be 30 people there. Ballpark. From a lot of walks of life and different areas and, you know, whatnot. And so it was interesting just to listen to what people had to say about their experience as principal for a day. By the way, this is the second annual one. I didn't even know anything about the first one. Did you? Not for certain. What does that mean? Uh, it seemed vaguely familiar because I probably was like, ooh, that sounds like fun, and then never thought of it or heard about it or got any feedback from it. So I had no idea yeah. that, they, that this was the second one around. They ought to be doing this every month. And, and that feedback was shared by quite a few people. Mm. So a lot of uh, not saying out loud like, oh, we thought this was a gang-infested drug hell where people got shot. I mean, no one's said anything like that. But but their description of eye-opening meant that they found the opposite of that. Which is, as you mentioned earlier, a good thing. Right? Right. I got to meet uh, the new sales manager for WAND. Seemed like a nice enough guy. Been here eight months, nine months. Uh, his family moved here, said they love the community. We, we had a nice little chat after my Ray Liotta encounter. And, um, but he got up and he said something that you, you, you have to understand. Okay, you've been here eight months. But he said something to the fact of there's all these great stories and no one knows it. And I had a conversation with him afterwards. And he's like, well, our viewers don't know. Because you're not telling them. So I hope good comes out of that. Because they talked about wanting to do more and be, you know. Awesome. And I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So for some people that do this, like, like I never know why people get involved in things. And over the years, you see lots of different reasons. People become ambassadors for the chamber because they think it's good for their business or they do this because they think they'll get network and get clients. And I, then there's nothing wrong with that at all. I just never know what motivates people. I mean, I, I, you know, I didn't need to do yesterday because I've been in those schools. And after everybody, I listened to a lot of people and I got up and, and I just said, look, this wasn't eye opening or out of the ordinary for me today. This is the experience we had K through 12 with our own child. Some good, some bad, a lot of good, a lot, way more good than bad. But this is 95% of what happens in these schools every single day. Thanks to the teachers, the administrators, the principals that, you know, this is what happens. And you can't drag enough people from the community in to see for themselves because it's not the perception. It's not Facebook. Facebook isn't real life. The fight that would have happened in the halls in 1984, principal's office, probably back to your classroom. 
didn't have 20 kids filming it on their phone and amplifying it on social media, and then the media doing a story about that. So we all got to take some blame. We all got to take some credit. We all got to do more. But I'm glad at the end of the day that those perceptions or those opened my eyes moments, I hope stick because what I feel like is that most people in this community live with that perception. Kyle Building's not very efficient in overturning that perception because they spend all their time putting out fires. And you can't ever be proactive when you spend all your time being reactive. So, positive experience. People posted on social media yesterday. People really need to spend more time in these schools or at least visit one of these schools than just spreading stereotypes and negativity on social media when you don't have the first clue. So net positive day. Awesome. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not I surprised. I highly recommend it. I'm not surprised. Well, no, I, I yeah. don't know why you would be. You're, yeah. you're here every Friday. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we, you know, I, I mean, we're telling these stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the rest of the media may not know it or not care. I, I don't even, it doesn't even matter to me. Every Friday, we spend 30 minutes telling these stories. Every Friday, year round. And have for a long, long time. We can rattle them off by memory by the dozen. And sometimes yeah. that's really frustrating because you got to pull it out of them. So, I mean, there's ways to improve. There's a lot of ways to improve. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now, I got a uh, principal for a day engagement card. Oh, nice. I don't know what that means. Maybe it's good for another day. Maybe you get to come back and implement some of your policy. I'd love to. (laughs) The, The letter that I got, please don't let this be the beginning and ending of our relationship. You and your colleagues are welcome in our schools anytime, and we encourage you to visit and participate in our school activities throughout the school year. All right. Challenge nice. accepted. Nice. So I got a card I'll, and a certificate. That's cool. Look at that. It's official. Oh, that's a nice one. Uh, it is, except there's always this thing. The, the old clock? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another clip art. This, this old, this clock would have been before my time. Right. And they don't even use the bell anymore. They have a tone, right? There's a calculator. <laughs> and a magnifying glass. Which all of those can now be your phone. <laughs> well, no, they not can be. They <laughs> are. Okay. So anyway, do you ever run into anyone from back in the day? Like, I mean, high school time. Sometimes, still friends with a good amount of my high school. Yeah, friends, I'm not talking about people. You, you, I'm just saying. All right, so this guy comes up, he sits down, awkwardly close. I mean, like the vibe immediately. Is, and and if anyone knows anything about me, and I'm not, this isn't a virtue. This is just who I am, and I'm a little long in the tooth be, to be different. I don't like close talkers. Most people don't. To be fair, I don't think that. Well, except, but it's especially bad for you. maybe it's it's probably equally bad for everybody but it's and he seems familiar to me but i can't place it and i still i still this morning can't play i don't know who he is and that doesn't mean that i didn't know who he was 39 years ago i just don't have any recollection Mm -hmm. and ray liotta like but not Ray Liotta in Field of Dreams. Ray Liotta in Something Wild. You have to put that into context. It's that character from that movie who shows up at the diner. Yep. And he's telling me stories that didn't happen. He's got enough names right that I know he's got to know somebody because some of these people I do know. And it just goes from weird to to like Alice in Wonderland. And he's intense and close and would just start then throwing out things like the the other guy said they were going to do a story about STEM or whatever. And he goes, what do you think about STEM? And I go, like, <laughs> in what context? In the context of what do you think about STEM? 
your thoughts on food go. And and I'm like, <laughs> uh, do you mean science, technology, engineering, and math? Is that what you, you know? Yes. It's like uh, our yeah. guy was doing that in the fourth grade. 15 years ago. It's good. <laughs> it's been around. It's not new. It's not a new concept. Proven. And it's like, well, you know, you hated me. You didn't like me. And I'm like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I can try. I, I, I know if I did, it didn't carry through. I don't have any feelings at all, clearly. And then he, he brings up Paul Lurk. God Rest his soul, love Paul. Um, and Paul turned me on to listen to you on the radio, and like I, I listen and I hate you, and then I listen and I like you, and he, he's doing all this stuff. And it's like you, you know, these are the conversations you have as a public figure that probably most people would be alarmed to have in normal life, right? Yeah, it's super uncomfortable. <laughs> Just your description. And, and, and so at one point, I'm trying to be polite. I'm like, okay, I, I you know. This is our principal and the people I spent the day with I'm trying to kind of, you know, but, but he was going to like monopolize, you, you know, the time. Oh, yeah. you Yeah. And like zero situational oh, awareness. Oh, God, no. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I, I, I in fact, probably listening. Uh, I, I don't have any hard feelings. I don't re, I don't have any resentment from 1984. And I just don't have any recollection of it. And I, I, I don't, that doesn't mean anything. I'm not, you, that's not an insult. It's just, I, honest to God, I don't remember. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.